ParentingMontana.org. Lying. Now is the right time. Trust is an essential foundation for healthy relationships. As a parent or someone in a parenting role, you play an essential role in your teen's success. There are intentional ways to grow a healthy parent-teen relationship, and understanding how to promote trust in your teen where they tell you and others the truth is key. Teens and emerging young adults ages 15 to 19 are in the process of exerting their independence and spending more time with peers. They are working on understanding and making predictions about others' thoughts and feelings. As they do, they also may seek to hide the truth, particularly if they fear harsh judgment from respected adults or peers. They are also testing boundaries and taking more risks socially and academically. Often that risk-taking can lead to mistakes, misbehaviors, or even failure. Teens may be tempted to cover up their failures or want to take risks their parents may not permit. Though younger children cannot distinguish between the subtleties of deception, teens and emerging adults can understand the differences between honest mistakes, guesses, exaggerations, as well as sarcasm and irony. A full understanding of lying and its consequences continues to develop throughout childhood and adolescence as part of their cognitive and moral development. The key to many parenting challenges, like raising teens who learn the value of truth-telling, is finding ways to communicate so that both your needs and your teen's needs are met. The steps below will prepare you to help your teen learn more about your family values, how they relate to lying, and how you can grow and deepen your trusting relationship. Why lying? Whether it's your 15-year-old lying about where they went after school, or your 17-year-old lying about failing a test, your teen's ability to tell the truth can become a regular challenge if you don't create plans and strategies. Today in the short term, honesty can create greater opportunities for connection and enjoyment. Honesty can create trust in each other. Honesty can create a sense of well-being for parents and teens. Honesty can create added daily peace of mind. Tomorrow, in the long term, your teen builds skills in social awareness, perspective-taking, empathy, and compassion. Your teen builds skills in self-control. Your teen develops moral and consequential thinking and decision-making. Five steps for teaching your teen about honesty. This five-step process helps you teach your teen about honesty. It also builds important skills in your teen. The same process can be used to address other parenting issues as well. Here is a tip. These steps are done best when you and your teen are not tired or in a rush. Here is a tip. Intentional communication and a healthy parenting relationship support these steps. Step 1. Get your teen thinking by getting their input. You can get your teen thinking about honesty by asking them open-ended questions. You'll help promote your teen's thinking. You'll also begin to better understand their thoughts, feelings, and challenges related to honesty so that you can address them. You'll also begin to better understand their thoughts, feelings, and challenges related to honesty so that you can address them. In gaining input, your teen has the opportunity to become more aware of how they are thinking and feeling related to lies and truth. Your teen can begin to formulate what it means to be in a trusting relationship. Your teen can think through and problem-solve any temptation to lie they may encounter ahead of time. Your teen has a greater stake in anything they've designed themselves, and with that sense of ownership comes a greater responsibility for implementing new strategies and taking responsibility for their own relationships. Your teen will have more motivation and courage to take responsibility for their actions. Your teen will be working with you on making informed decisions, understanding the reasons behind those decisions about critical aspects of their life. Actions. Ask questions and listen carefully to your teen's response since they will shape how you will talk about lying and honesty. Questions you can ask include, who do you trust and why? What's important to you about honesty? Have you ever been lied to? How did it feel? When are you tempted to lie? How do you feel when you get away with a lie? How do you feel when you get caught in a lie? What's the worst thing that could happen if you tell the truth about a misbehavior? Step 2. Teach new skills by interactive modeling. Being honest about motivations, feelings, limitations, and choices can be tough for adults. It's no wonder teens struggle to figure out when, how, and why honesty is important. Learning about developmental milestones related to honesty and moral development can help parents know how to help their teen. 
15 to 19-year-olds are striving to figure out their adult identity and may push parents away as they attempt to gain independence. Teens may be more exposed to more risky behaviors like drinking, trying drugs, or sex. Lying fits into this equation if they are experimenting in dangerous areas and don't want adults to intervene. Older teens have a much greater sense of logic and fairness in larger social contexts. Though their rational brain capacity is not fully formed until their mid-20s, they can wrestle with ethical dilemmas and may enjoy it and think them through in a much more sophisticated way than ever before. This helps them exercise their responsible decision-making skills. In addition to these milestones, you'll also find clues on where to focus your teaching as you examine their challenges with honesty. Reflect and ask yourself, in what circumstances have I noticed my teen lie? If it involves several areas, write them down and think about how you might use one or several of the following teaching tools to help your teen learn. Teaching is different than just telling. Teaching builds basic skills, grows problem-solving abilities, and sets your teen up for success. Teaching also involves modeling and practicing the positive behaviors you want to see, promoting skills and preventing problems. This is also an opportunity to establish meaningful, logical consequences for when expectations are not met. Actions. Model honesty. Modeling honesty could be sharing aloud what you are thinking when you are expressing how you feel, since this is an area where adults tend to not fully share their honest feelings. For example, you could share the opposite of the truth first and then share what the truth for you really is. This shows your teen the contrast and makes apparent your own internal debate. For example, I am tempted to say that I feel just fine in response to your how are you, but the truth is that I'm upset about a conversation I had at work and I can't seem to get it off my mind. Teach your teen to take a breath before answering. This gives your teen a moment to allow their thinking brain to catch up with their reactive emotional brain and allows them the opportunity to share a more honest response. Help set your teen up for success by asking the right questions. Instead of, did you do this, ask, tell me what happened. Talk with your teen about the impact of their lies on you. You could say, I am sad that there is something about our relationship that isn't safe enough that you feel you need to lie to me. Ask your teen about the lie they just told. You might say, what happened just now that made you lie to me? Catch your teen telling you the truth, especially when it's difficult for them. You can say, I know it was hard for you to tell me the truth, and I appreciate you being honest. Talk about trust and how it is built slowly but can be broken quickly. Help your teen understand that lies today lead to a lack of trust that will have a large impact on them tomorrow. For example, if you can't trust their word about what they did after school, you will not trust them about whose party they are going to later. Learn about moral development. In understanding how development emerges in teens, Carol Gilligan proposed three stages she called the stages of an ethic of care. These three stages help you understand and empathize with your teen's point of view and also help you set goals for guiding them forward. Selfish. Every person's worldview begins with a survival perspective focused only on themselves. The worldview infancy through nine-year-olds assists young children in focusing on securing relationships and establishing their own supports for survival so that they can open their minds to other possibilities later in life. This focus on a secure attachment allows children to form healthy relationships and gives them the confidence to explore school and their world beyond home. In this worldview, rules are taken by authorities, not questioned, but obeyed and taken literally. If they are disobeyed, there is punishment. But if a person remains stuck in this survivalist worldview, it limits their growth and ability to demonstrate care for themselves and others. It also limits making decisions that involve taking responsibility for one's role in a larger community. As a person moves out of this phase, there is a questioning of authority, which is necessary for moving from a sense of selfishness and survival to responsibility. Social. This is the phase your teen ages 15 to 19 is likely in. In this phase of moral development, caring for others takes primacy. A core sense of responsibility is established, an awareness of others surrounding the individual emerges, and the impact they have on others becomes the focus. In this stage, self-sacrifice is good. Individuals may care for others while ignoring their own needs. They may even do harm to themselves, 
perhaps inadvertently, in an effort to help others. In this stage, the individual becomes aware of the rules of wider society and obeys them to avoid guilt. This is where most teens will be in their development. Moving out of this phase into the final phase, the individual moves from goodness to truth from responsibility in order to gain approval to an internalized compass for not hurting self or others in concert with or despite societal rules. Principled. Most people never evolve their worldview to this place, though this is the final stage. In this stage, the person's thinking evolves to valuing nonviolence and making decisions, however complex the situation, relative to doing no harm to self or others. Though this kind of thinking and the actions that follow are rare, it certainly is a level to pursue and promote with teens. As with all stages of development, individuals can dip into former stages depending upon the circumstances. The previous stages are always part of a person. Teach positive behaviors when you identify misbehaviors. Teens are most tempted to lie when they make a poor choice or mistake. With that knowledge, each time your teen breaks a rule, consider the question, what positive behavior can I teach my teen to replace what I've told them not to do? The following simple process called interactive modeling used by teachers can become a powerful teaching tool for parents. Say what you will model and why. Model the behavior. Ask your teen what they noticed. Invite your teen to model. Ask what they noticed with their own modeling. Practice together. Provide specific feedback starting with strengths using I notice statements. Share your family values and need for trust. At a family meal, share a personal story about how trust between family members has been critical in safety or other important situations. Talk about how you come up with alternative solutions when you are attempted to lie. Here is a trap to avoid. Teens who fear punishment when they misbehave are prone to lie to cover up their mistakes. Part of modeling as a parent requires learning more about how to teach responsibility and self-discipline through alternative strategies. Here is a trap to avoid. Teens who are left alone frequently and whose needs are neglected often turn to lying to find attention, take unhealthy risks, and meet their needs in ways that can be self-destructive and potentially destructive of others. Here is a tip and trap. Moving forward in development is a human need, but parents and other influencers in a teen's life can halt development through fear, guilt, or shame. These teens are the most at risk for depression, anxiety, and suicide. Parents and those in a parenting role who offer support, understanding of development, and independence within boundaries, balanced with taking responsibility for actions, ensure that a teen moves forward in their development. Step three, practice to grow skills and develop habits. Practice can take the form of cooperatively working together or trying out a new skill with you as a coach and ready support. Practice is not only nice, it's necessary for teens to internalize new skills. Practice makes vital new brain connections that strengthen each time your teen performs the new action. Actions. Use I'd love to see or hear statements. You may want to offer your teen practice in truth-telling when it's tempting to lie. When you notice a misbehavior, before your teen can attempt to cover it up, you might say, imagine that there's a part of you that is worried about getting in trouble, so I would love to see you take a risk and try truthfully telling me what happened. Recognize effort. Frequently, teens get feedback on what they are not doing right. But how often do you recognize when they are working on their behaviors? Recognize effort by saying I notice statements like, I notice how you told me when you went to the movies with your friend instead of staying at your friend's house. I appreciate your honesty. Focus on the logical consequences of dishonesty. If your teen lies about where they are, show them the logical consequences. You may have a difficult time trusting what they are saying. This may translate to you saying no the next time they ask to go out, or it may mean they are chaperoned next time. Discuss characters and stories. Courage, to be true to self, is a universal theme that comes up in literature time and again. Find these heroes, particularly those who are flawed and are human. Point out their faults and fertilities, and then learn together how they triumph. Be sure to discuss how the conquering hero has to make choices that do not align with what others want. Proactively remind. Often parents have a sense of when a teen is tempted to lie. Just before they do, you may whisper in your teen's ear, remember to tell the truth even when you make mistakes, and then we'll figure out the rest together. Here is a tip. 
The best way to turn around a misbehavior that may be taking place is by recognizing when and how your teen makes good choices and acts positively in similar circumstances. They need to learn about what to do as well as what not to do. Step 4. Support your teen's development and success. At this point, you've taught your teen some strategies for telling the truth and also understanding why lying is destructive. You've practiced together. Now you can offer support when it's needed by reteaching, monitoring, coaching, and when appropriate, applying logical consequences. Parents naturally offer support as they see their teen fumble with a situation in which they need help. This is no different. Actions. Ask key questions before jumping to a response or decisions for action. Parents and those in a parenting role are often in a position where they have to direct their teen's actions. But jumping in and directing your teen's actions can become a default if you are not careful. Look at chances to ask questions before stepping in with directives. Good questions promote thinking and help teens internalize the evaluative process of a responsible decision-making thinking through the action to the consequence sequence before they act. How do you feel about the decision you made? What are some options if you break a rule? Learn about development. Each new age and stage will present different social challenges. Being informed about what developmental milestones your teen is working toward will offer you empathy and patience. Reflect on outcomes. Remember when you broke the neighbor's lawn chair? Remember when you broke the neighbor's lawn chair? Told her you were sorry, and she said she knew it was an accident and had it repaired. It was all okay, and we appreciated your honesty. Stay engaged. Working together on ideas for ways to respond to mistakes and poor choices can help offer additional support and motivation for your teen when tough issues arise. Engage in further practice. Create more opportunities to practice when all is calm. Apply logical consequences when needed. Logical consequences should come soon after the negative behavior and need to be provided in a way that maintains a healthy relationship. Rather than punishment, a consequence is about supporting the learning process. First, get your own feelings in check. Not only is this good modeling, when your feelings are in check, you are able to provide logical consequences that fit the behavior. Second, invite your teen into a discussion about the expectations established in step two. Third, if you feel that your teen is not holding up their end of the bargain, unless it's a matter of them not knowing how, then apply a logical consequence as a teachable moment. Step five, recognize effort to foster motivation. No matter how old your child is, your praise and encouragement are their sweetest reward. If your teen is working to grow their skills, even in small ways, it will be worth your while to recognize it. Your recognition can go a long way to promoting positive behaviors and helping your teen manage their feelings. Your recognition also promotes safe, secure, and nurturing relationships, a foundation for strong communication, and a healthy relationship with you as they grow. You can recognize your teen's efforts with praise, high fives, and hugs. Praise is most effective when you name the specific behavior of which you want to see more. For example, you told your friend how you felt when she didn't tell you the truth. That took courage. Avoid bribes. A bribe is a promise for behavior while praise is special attention after the behavior. While bribes may work in the short term, praise goes lasting motivation for good behavior and effort. For example, instead of saying, if you tell me the truth about what happened, I will let you have additional screen time after dinner, which is a bribe, try recognizing the behavior after. You admitted when you were wrong, and I know how hard that can be. Actions. Notice, it may seem obvious, but it's easy not to notice when all is moving along smoothly. When your teen is telling you the truth, when you make a mistake or a poor choice, a short, special call-out is all that's needed. I notice you told me when you forgot your laptop at school. I appreciate you telling me. Recognize small steps along the way. Don't wait for the big accomplishments in order to recognize. Remember that your recognition can work as a tool to promote more positive behaviors. They need to happen along the way. Find some ways that your teen is making an effort and let them know you see them. Build celebrations into your routine. Encourage opportunities for fun and further connection. In closing, Engaging in these five steps is an investment that builds your skills as an effective parent to use on many other issues and builds important skills that will last a lifetime for your teen.
Throughout this tool, there are opportunities for teens to become more self-aware, to deepen their social awareness, to exercise their self-management skills, to work on their relationship skills, and to demonstrate and practice responsible decision-making. This is brought to you by the Offices of Child Care, SAMHSA, and Montana Department of Public Health and Human Services.